eight quick insights for investors here in the room or family offices. One is to use gross revenue royalties while structuring operating business deals. We've done 12 of these deals uh, to date, and there's lots of benefits to doing so. Uh, explore structuring multiple LLC membership classes so that you as an investor can participate in a way that reduces your risk, gives you essentially a preferred return. You might structure into fund, but do so through an LLC structure uh, or just protect your interests or negative voting rights in different ways. Always ask about how the downside risk is being managed or secure collateral in a deal. Many times the most valuable question you can ask is, when you're doing a private and direct investment, especially when it's you investing into a company is, well, do you have any collateral that can be put up to secure my investment so I know I'm not going to lose all my money in a worst case scenario? And at least 30% of the time, the answer is, oh, yeah, sure. We're confident we're not going to lose your money. So we'll put up this collateral. If you didn't ask that question, then you don't have that collateral in place. And it costs you nothing to ask that. Every deal can be made more tax efficient. Uh, with different strategies like return of your money before return on your money, bonus depreciation, cost segregation, using self-directed IRAs, um, bonus depreciation of different types and different allocations of value. Uh, you can structure preferred returns in volatile markets, and some groups would be happy to structure a 9, 10, or even 12% preferred return in some cases. Uh, using profit interest, equity warrants, rights of participation to keep the equity risk lower, and maybe considering staying under 20% equity partner in some deals so you don't have to sign on the dotted line for a bank guarantee. It's usually what banks make you sign on if you own over 20% of an asset that goes and gets debt. And you have to sign on that with the company if you own over 20%. Have a family office dashboard, a direct investment strike zone, a clear allocation of goals. When you have that, people know what to bring you. Your own family members know what not to bring you. And then you're going to attract deals um, that really can allow you, as this last bullet point says, to see deals first exclusively and at a better valuation. And that's really what all investors really want. But if you're not strategic and focused, you can't do that. One other reminder for today is that you might meet someone here who comes off very humble and isn't wearing a three-piece suit with a bow tie, but maybe is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And they might say, you might ask them, what do you do? And they might say, oh, we run, we run a couple car washes. Well, they might run 140 car washes, but they just don't want to say that to every person they meet in their life, right? Uh, it doesn't mean they're not a family office. They might not say I'm the CEO of a family office, but maybe they own 19 commercial real estate properties and they're worth $200 million. Some of the most successful people here in the room uh, may speak in the most humble terms or low-key terms. They're not here to you know, uh, beat their chest Wolf of Wall Street style every time you, you talk to them, right? So you have to kind of um, you know, add value to people and be open-minded and just know not everyone's going to have a family office name tag, even if they're the most valuable person you might meet here today. So that's just a good lesson for any, any family office conference. 